0: Good morning church family, welcome to King's at Home Daily this Monday morning. Welcome to me, I'm, I'm at my desk this morning, um, hope that's okay, I um, hope you're okay and that these next few moments we are blessing to you. We're closing off this morning, the Sermon on Mount, we've been looking at this for several weeks now, We're coming to a close and uh, so before we start as always, let's pray, ask the Lord to speak to us afresh this morning. So here we are, Lord, again, we commit these next moments to you, Lord. There's lots of things going to distract us and take us here, there and everywhere today. But Lord, these moments, they are f- for you. And we invite you to speak to us and set, us, set our course for the day. Speak to us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. um, Well, we're right at the end of chapter 7. And I've got just two verses. If you've been with us these last few weeks, you'll know we've been all the way through the Sermon on the Mount, beginning there with Jesus saying that with the Beatitudes, the blessed attitudes, righteousness that comes from from within, from from who is living inside of us. And... uh, instead of a, a, a pharisaical kind of righteousness to impress others. And then we ended up last week with the challenge of the, the narrow gate, the narrow path, um, the house on the, on, on the sand and on the rock. It was, it was decision time, um, time to make choices. And now we finish with verse 28. <clears throat> when Jesus had finished these sayings, the crowd were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. Well, that challenges me for a start. It makes me... Um, it, it makes me be, pray, Lord. May that ever be my reaction when I open Your Word. You know, we used to we used to use that word from the psalm, "Open my eyes, that I may behold wonderful things from Your Word." Lord, let us always come before Your Your Word with that sense of bending the knee. Lord, speak to me. Beautiful, wonderful. A few quotes on this from um, other writers. Spurgeon, Spurgeon put it like this, speaking of Jesus. He spoke
1: royally,
0: with royal assurance. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? Calvin, the crowds were astonished because a strange, indescribable and unwonted majesty drew to him the minds of men. Something was going on in in their hearts and lives. Of course, today for us, uh, the Holy Spirit has come. The Holy Spirit has been given. Jesus said to the disciples, I'm not leaving you on my own. Another comforter is is going to come and he will glorify me. And so we we can invite the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Holy Spirit, open the eyes of my heart. Glorify Jesus afresh to me this morning. That's a good prayer in the morning. Invite the Holy Spirit to... um, To allow Jesus to appear royally (laughs) to us. That's that's lovely, isn't it? Um, Don't you want that? I do. I noticed a a little tweet from John Hosier the other morning, and uh, he tweeted from, um, he quoted Mark chapter 9, verse 15. Here we go. As soon as the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder. And then John added, Please, Lord. That's what we want, isn't it? That's what revival is, actually. Let me read that again. As soon as the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder. Please, please, Lord. May it be true of me. Open the eyes of my heart. There's another song. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. To see you high and lifted up. Do you remember that song? Beautiful song. Um, open the eyes of my heart oh, to see you highly, he's all glory now, he's all glory, Jesus is all glory, yes he's close to us but he's all glory, um, don't just think of him as the Galilean figure, but even then he stood out speaking royally, now he's all glory, <laughs> one day we'll see him in great majesty, overwhelming majesty, when he appears in all his glory, um, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I want to see you. I want to see you, to see you high and lifted up. And you know, I, I think I, I want that for myself. I want that for, that for us as a church family. I long for the preaching of the word to just bring us all to to to, to our knees before the Lord. I, I one of the reasons I like to. Preaching two parts at the moment, splitting it up is to give opportunity for worship in the middle. The Holy Spirit to come and move among us. Um, uh, 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 worship and the, and the Word go together. And uh, uh, it, we don't just come to the Word, to the Bible, to analyse it. We come here to meet Jesus. And uh, wherever we're reading from, you know, we want to be saying, Lord, open my eyes. I want to see Jesus. I want Him to speak to me. I want His authority to touch my life, that I would be changed so there we are we've come to the end we're now actually going on from here into chapter eight we see Jesus at doing ministry where he's 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 talked to us about the kingdom and what it means to be part of the kingdom and the, the kingdom influence in our lives now he goes on to demonstrate the kingdom and and beautiful uh signs uh, wonderful and um, signs and wonders healings and so on that that take place in his ministry um but we leave him with those words that the crowds were amazed, and I want us to be amazed. I want us to be uh, daily moved by God's word speaking to us, changing us, making us new, making us worthy of of this high calling of being followers of Jesus. Um, so I'm going to pray into that. Uh, in just a moment, just to say tomorrow, I'm actually going to talk to, just take the opportunity tomorrow to, I want to speak about someone uh, who uh, uh, really understood the, the challenge of following Jesus. Um, he's he wrote a book on the Sermon on the Mount and his name was Dietrich Bonhoeffer. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dietrich, Dietrich Bonhoeffer tomorrow and uh, what, what the things that God said to him through the Sermon on the Mount. There's a man who actually, uh, he, he lost his life um, as a follower of Jesus, I'll tell you about him tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, we start a new series, Advent series, uh, keeping in focus the real meaning of Christmas, amongst all the uh, razzmatazz and stuff that uh, will be filling our screens in the days ahead. But first of all, let's just come back to this John, John Hosier's quotes from verse, Mark 9. As soon as the people saw Jesus... They were overwhelmed with wonder. And Lord, I pray that for myself. I pray that for us on this, this screen this morning. Lord, we don't want to be blasé. We don't want to take you for granted. We we want to continually be amazed. Lord, we want your word to be alive and speaking to us. We we we, we want that vision of you to be bright. Lord, even those times we go through when we're, we're not quite sure where you are, we trust you, we're, 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 we go on in obedience because we know that you are good and we know that you are glorious. So, Lord, I pray, keep moving us, keep stirring us, keep drawing us on as we seek to live our lives for your glory. Help us today, Lord. Go with us today. May we know your presence with us today, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. Have a good day. I'll see you tomorrow, and we'll—I'll tell you a little bit about Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Okay, bye for now.